to your dramas with the side of kimchi the fangirl party every drama fan wants to join grab your kimchi and face mask and let's chat asian dramas i'm k news i'm cl kita i'm drama geek i'm k drama jen and i'm carrie the Mockney. we are super excited to announce that we'll be joining this year's kpsn podcast fest this, the Podcast Fest is a two-day event featuring K-pop and K-drama podcasters from around the world getting together for interviews, live discussions, and performances. We'd love to have you join us on July 10th and 11th. The link will be for the event will be in our show notes. And this is just a reminder that we have a Patreon page. And with that Patreon page, we also have a special Discord server that we use. Um, the link is in the Patreon page once you join and you can just join us over there and we chat about all the dramas, classic, what's currently airing. And so all the stuff we're going to talk about today will be on Discord, what we're talking about, what we're watching. Yep. Mm -hmm. And then you get to know what we think about it live. <laughs> <laughs> Good and bad. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. So today's topic, we realized it's been a really long time since we have done a what we're watching and so we're gonna talk about what we're watching which always is fun to start us off i think hmm i think i want to talk about racket boys because i'm really excited about this drama and i'm trying to nag people into watching it <laughs> and they kind of did <laughs> 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 and it is so delightful. Um, it's from the same writers as Prison Playbook. And the pl Prison Playbook writer was also one of the um, people that worked on the Reply series way back when. It's not the main writer, but it was one of the underwriters. And then he went off to do his own stuff. And it definitely has that slice of life feel and the connections between the different characters. And I love them. And... I never thought I would be pro-badminton, but here I am, pro-badminton. <laughs> That's right. That is what this show has brought me to, badminton, which seems so boring, but it's exciting when the music <laughs> is pumping and all the characters are getting hyped. It's very exciting. So that is what I'm watching two episodes in. It's a Monday, Tuesday drama on Netflix is where it's airing. And so it'd be really easy for everyone to come join me because it's only two episodes in. So um, if you because like for me, I don't really like watching sports dramas unless it's stylized sports drama. Like it has to be like it's not what you're watching the whole time. But that said, and I also embarrassed myself on Twitter because I said it was about baseball. Bracket. <laughs> 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 Boys, it's in the title. They have rackets. They don't have baseball bats. <laughs> Although the main guy who, if you just watch it for him, he's also starring in Move to Heaven, which dropped on Netflix a little bit ago. We'll talk about it later. But he he was in that, and then he's in this, and completely different characters. But Delightful. He, yeah. He's so much fun. He's really good. He was one of the soldiers from uh, the... I can't, I can't think of the name Crash Landing on You because everybody does the little Chloe. And yeah. so that's what I always think of it as like, you know, Chloe. No. So he's really good, but he plays baseball. So maybe that's why I thought it was about baseball because I think Possibly. I had seen him in his uniform in one of the mm. scenes or something. 
Well, and he's <laughs> so good. And I remember on Crash Landing for You, everyone really liked him. Mm-hmm. But then when it was announced that he was getting a leading role, everyone was like, already? Yeah. Seriously? No. Are you sure? <laughs> but that talent is, was there. Oh, my goodness. So oh, much yeah. fun to watch. He ha- He's a little fireball of like crankiness. <laughs> he's just delightful. <laughs> he is. So. So here's the real question inquiring minds want to know are they wearing shorty shorts <laughs> they're middle schoolers they're middle schoolers and it's in winter <laughs> oh how boring <laughs> i'm thinking 1980 no shorty short no. headbands no. it's current day no. it's not in the past and they are middle schoolers so yeah. there's nothing none of that well it's kind of a, like a fish out of water kind of thing because the yes. father he loans someone some money and he loses the, his friend loses all of their savings that he loaned them. So now they have to go live in poverty in the country. And so he's teaching racquetball at this like really teeny school. And they, there's only three players before his kid showed up. So he kind of had to like bribe his son to go play for Wi-Fi. And so, you know, it, Three of them are just like super excited and yay, we're playing this. And he's just like, oh, kill me now. I just want to play baseball again. <laughs> but he's a like he's a surprise prodigy. Yeah. And he just likes baseball better. <laughs> yeah. So it's a really fun show. Episode two, so much more fun than episode one. You get to know all of the people in the, the town, all the little townspeople. It is just delightful so far. Highly recommend. I'm only about halfway through episode two just because I just started it today. Mm-hmm. But it's just, it is fun and it is just interesting because I'm also about halfway through the series Move to Heaven. And just to see the difference, like his voice is kind of the same. Obviously, he has more expression in Racket Boys because mm-hmm. he's very much flat affect in um, Move to Heaven. But that's pretty much it, is his voice sounds somewhat the same. He is just such a different character, and he looks different, and he feels different. I'm just, I'm impressed with his range. And I love, I'm liking the slice of life feel, the the harmony that kind of takes them in and feeds them that first day. She's she's a cranky delight, too. She bribes with Wi-Fi, too. <laughs> yeah. Know, my heart just, like, is like, oh, she wants her grandson to enjoy coming to the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. So she, like, mm-hmm. decorates this massive room and, like, it looks like a um, preschool because there is so much yeah. stuff. No, she's got, like, a that whole room. setup. But she doesn't know how to, like, bribe him into coming and visiting more. And so... But she just touches my heart. She's so cute. She always like says the exact opposite of what she wants. And then she mm-hmm. gets so cranky when people don't understand that, <laughs> yes, she does want to drive a ride to wherever she's going. How dare they not give her one? So she's fun. <laughs> this sounds really fun. K-Muse was telling me about it today. I haven't had a chance to pick it up yet, but it sounds like one that I would really like. So, so um, actually, yes, I think this will go on my list yay <laughs> <laughs> yes my nagging is Peer working pressure work. <laughs> yes you 
never doubt that your nagging always works. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's the kind of peer pressure that I would actually encourage. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and if you've liked Prison Playbook, then you'll for sure like this one because there's a very similar vibe, just not prison. So, <laughs> yeah, it's just and, a kid's middle and school. It has a, and it has a baseball player in it, right? It does. So, and and he does there you go. have some personality traits that kind of remind me of yeah. the guy from Prison Playbook. Yeah. Like, you know, he has a little bit of a fiery temper yeah. that is just kind of like, oh, okay then. <laughs> but it's cute. I love in a cute that you. Way. I love that you're like, yeah, you know, it's like Prison Playbook, <laughs> except they're middle schoolers and it's badminton. <laughs> Well, and they're out like, in the middle of nowhere. No. Yeah, but exactly. It's like a forced cohabitation. Right. Because they're all living in the same house. There's like six or seven the kids. The dorms all are living. conveniently being remodeled. So everyone's yes. to live together. So everyone's living in this like dinky house yeah. in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. So it's kind of like the boarding house in like in um, the fly yeah like in the, the, the except with 94. a lot less rooms yeah and furniture yes. <laughs> so the prison like playbook no they all lay out like they do in prison oh, yeah. playbook and sleep next to each other on it's the floor. exact same thing <laughs> prison middle school exact same thing really yes you have a point <laughs> Okay, so my on my list um, is a completely opposite, um, not fun at all. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> um, oh, what's the second half? It's Bosom, and then the, it's the. It's not. I keep wanting to say Thief of the People, but that's not right because that's the Rebel. <laughs> um, something. So it's yeah. it's one of the only like serious sagas that's going on right now. Know of any of the other and you're watching it. I am. You're watching it. I'm two. I'm two episodes behind. Yeah, I'm two episodes behind. But that's I. We have a what are you watching podcast this weekend, so I had to watch a bunch of new stuff. But it's so the practice was that widows couldn't get remarried, and so these people would come steal the widows and take them, and then they would be able to get married. Now sometimes this was an arranged thing that these women would pay for. And it was an agreement and they, because they had somebody they wanted to get married or they just wanted to get married again and they would be fixed up or arranged with somebody to get married. And or sometimes escape their in-laws. <laughs> escape their in-laws because again, their husband died and they, they're, stuck. they're stuck. So that's the main character. It does. That's what he does for a living yes. to take care of his little adorable son who adorable. is actually probably one of the biggest pulls for this drama. He's just absolutely adorable. Um, but he does that and he accidentally steals the princess who is a widow. She is yes. a widow, but he accidentally steals the princess and, um, his son falls in love with said princess and she does the little boy too. And it's just this, you know, back and forth of like, at first they don't like each other, of course, because I mean, Hey, she was kidnapped. So it's her... <laughs> Why wouldn't she, why would she like him? And she's very proper. Like she is, she's very loyal, very diligent yeah. to what she's supposed right. to be doing. But soon finds out that hey, guess what? Daddy King is not going to save you and he doesn't care about you the way that you thought maybe he did. He's and a jerk. He is, but play I actually really like the 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 way the king is being played and he's yeah. interesting. And you know me, I don't always like the politics and stuff, but a lot of it <laughs> is 
um, where you're just seeing him and his son and her kind of out in the different villages and the different places that they have to hide and all that stuff. But um, the girl is, I don't think I've seen her in anything because I looked her list up and all the stuff that she, but she's a girl's generation idol actress. Mm. But she's playing this character really well. I like yeah. really like, she does more, I guess, with somber. It does better with that or whatever. I don't know. But she's doing really well. And then um, the guy, he's uh, he's in so much, he's Chachitsu um, from... Yeah. <laughs> Ramen shop, like, but um, uh, Jung Il Woo. Yeah, yeah Jung So he he does not look the same at all. Like he seriously he's goes through turd. hours of makeup just to make himself look um like a roughy. Like he <laughs> he looks like a hot dad. <laughs> he does. He, does. he, does. he, does. he, he is a hot dad. Hair. He is but a not hot like dad. Flower boy, hot yeah, dad. Like yeah, manly man, hot dad. But th- this couple is the one that makes like. There's a ton of good couples right now, um, with some romance sizzling with different aspects and everything. But I, they're they're very grounded, but they make me swoon more. Like they're not sizzly or anything, but they just the way that they care about each other, even though they're all grumpy with each other a lot of times, <laughs> they care about each other and they show it in you know, the life or death way you know of doing it. So I really am enjoying this a lot. So can I ask a question? Yeah. Do they eat? pork belly because the so b-o-s-s-a-m that's what i know is like every you see it like always being delivered places you know that and it so i just wondered if why why is it called well that's the name for the people that would steal yeah it's the widows or what they did what they'd call stealing the widow it was like well they call it bosom yeah it's also Pork bellies. So. Okay. <laughs> there okay. is no pork bellies in this drama. I don't think it's a little less romantic. <laughs> I'm not feeling the romance. <laughs> I mean, there's some bad cooking that went on, but she's a princess, so you know. But yeah. no, other than that, I don't think so. I felt like I think that that aspect of like because it really happened. It was you know they're shedding a light on you know some history that maybe they don't talk about that much but yeah it was it's an interesting and the directing in this one is really I really like the directing in this one I agree I think I'm the only one other one that's yeah, watching just, it yeah. because uh drama geek nagged me into watching it <laughs> well there are um people on our discord that yes. are watching it with me too yes. so like there are and again I'm a week behind so I need to but catch I up and so then go glad chat I am, but... and I'm actually a couple of weeks behind just because um I was trying to really push finishing up a couple dramas the directing is so pretty some of the scenes it's just I don't know it's just like not like fancy or super stylish or anything it's just pretty well the way the very opening scene it still kind of sticks in my head is like they have her drawing and then they have him stealing a woman which this one was an arranged one where like she really wanted to leave and go marry whoever paid the price or whatever the the cost of it but like they have those two going on at the same time and it kind of goes back and forth and it's just this really um good way of storytelling it was a nice setup like the way that it started out agreed well, uh, the what? So I'm not watching a ton right now, but of course, um, the one that I am watching, and I kind of like the minute it comes out, try to watch is Doom at Your Service, and so I know all of you are watching it pretty much. 
because we are um, there's a recap on the blog that Sealkita and KMUSE are doing, and we have been doing a podcast podcap of it as well. So um, I just love them. I I look forward to it every week, and you would think because it it kind of has a heavy topic that it's circulating around the fact that she has a terminal illness and. Um, you would think that it would be difficult to watch, but I just find it really comforting. I really love it. And, you know, there is the, um, I guess, mm, scary pot of dirt or whatever. I can't remember. What would be? <laughs> ominous pot, pot of dirt. Of dirt. <laughs> it's not yeah. ominous. Cool. <laughs> yes. Well, when we were discussing it last, we discussed it as ominous. Um, <laughs> That's because Amber still doesn't understand the plot. <laughs> I am not the only one. I was going to say. Um, you I don't say think that that's the only one. Because there's people on Discord and people that I've talked to that also... It, See, I think you understand what you think that the plot is. But I don't know if that's the plot. Like, I just make it up as I go. This works, so I'm going to go with it. And I get to write that. Yeah. Well, and I think you the broad strokes are very easy to understand. Mm-hmm. The broad strokes of what kind of where they're going. But the specifics, and I think some of that might be translation. Because mm-hmm. this last week, mm-hmm. the translations were a little easier to understand I felt where they were specific this equals this equals this whereas some of the early ones were like it was like a lot of thems and implied and you know well, she even says I think it's because I haven't I actually haven't finished the second episode of this week's episode mm-hmm. which hasn't happened usually I'm like watching them right away but um so in episode seven I think it was mm-hmm. she you know she's like oh so I'm actually reading I got what you're putting down kind of thing. Like I finally yeah. get what you're saying. So even the show acknowledges that he's being vague. vague. He's very he's vague. Being vague. And so that can be, and so is the pot evil woman, <laughs> the girl. <laughs> People talk very vaguely. They do. And it's on purpose. But the plant. Yeah. The I don't. In her pot. Or it's I, their relationship. It's, their... it's one of the two. Right. Well, it's him. It's, he oh. has to grow. I like. I agree with Sialkita actually because when she was talking about, um, you know, in this most recent episode, she talks about uh, how they have to go through hardship to make their love stronger and things like that. And then she looks at her little plant and sees how it's growing. And so I think, yeah, it's a metaphor. But I hate the pot um, and I want to smash it. (laughs) I I love it. Then you will bring doom upon the world. (laughs) No, I love it because think about it. Think about it. She's human, so she has this infinite capacity to love. I think we should save some of this for our next podcast. Because this is what we're watching, not what's going on in Doom. (laughs) We've got a lot of other dramas to get through. (laughs) So all I want to say is the most important thing about this drama is um, there are some hot kisses Mm-hmm. And yes. the two of them together do an amazing job. So if you haven't started it, this should be on your list. And you need a fan. <laughs> it makes yeah, me want to go make out with Sam Gook. So <laughs> I approve. It like doesn't take up. much. It like, doesn't take that much. That has been happening for years. <laughs> I know, really. Like <laughs> That can be addressed later on. And I'll just move on to what I'm watching. So this is CL Kita. <laughs> and I 
have been I've been a bit on a Chinese kick. So I am currently deeply enthralled with love scenery. And it's uh it actually just ended, but I am in the middle of it. I'm on like episode fifteen and I know the Mockney's watching it. I'm not sure who else. But it's basically about a rock star who her company wants her to take a part of this gaming um, competition. So she needs to learn how to play the game. It's very much the hot thing right now where um, actresses are learning, you know, they're, they're getting a new type of fan through gaming and it's really cool and it's really fun. And so she has a friend who hooks her up with this elite gamer named Herman. <laughs> and I know the name was horrible. Everybody but... needs a Herman in their life. Come on. <laughs> but well, I wonder if it's a play on words, though. I wonder if it's Herman. Herman. I'm totally thinking it's a play on words for Herman. Yeah. yeah. Um, but the best part about it is this is a like rocket scientist student i mean this guy is he's i I think he's in graduate school Mm -hmm. um so the big thing is that he is like her biggest fan and we're going through where i'm at right now is they've just discovered who each other are but they're not saying anything but we have so much chemistry and it's so fun, and the songs are good, and the game, they go into the live-action game. It reminds me a little bit of Love O2O. Oh, yeah. But it's super fun, and it's fluffy. There's so much fluff, so you don't have to think really hard when you watch it, and they're just sweet. They are cute. They're and it's so cute. And it's a little bit, I don't know what the Chinese version is, but it's a Nuna romance. She's a little bit older than he is. Mm. Because she's an alumni of the same university that he's going to right now. And so that's how they kind of keep reconnecting is she keeps coming back to be this this famous alumni. And so she does presentations at at the university and he's high enough in the student council that he helps out sometimes. It's all kind of convoluted, but whatever. It's excuses to throw them together and it's adorable. Okay, and I have to give an honorable mention to the second lead in this. We know he doesn't stand a chance because he's the second lead and second leads don't normally, you know, get the girl. But he's hot. <laughs> he's super hot. And he's but he's old. he's old. He's not old. He's so hot. And okay. so like, is he all is of like 30? He? He's so old. How old is this? Actor? I'm like thinking if he's old, oh, old, then that makes us old. <laughs> well, Okay. For her, relative to her age, he's old. So the actor's actually 50. She's totally the age for me. It's so weird that we're like, huh, we're at the point where dating I just want you to know, (laughs) there's actually a mathematical calculation that my son shared with me recently so that you know um, the the age difference that's that's acceptable. So you take your age divide it by two and add seven. And that tells you how young you can go. Just so you know. <laughs> divide by two. Or the two. heart wants what the heart wants. 
<laughs> I want to date a 20-year-old. Gosh her. darn it, I'm going to date a 20-year-old. Just <laughs> kidding. <laughs> I'm the only one who's single here. Uh, you are correct. You are correct. So, hey, the 50-year-old guy, he's all yours. <laughs> Let's, hold a second. Let's look here. I want to see how old the actress The actress is 26. She's half his age. Yeah. Yep. He's old enough to be her dad. Legit. Mm-hmm. All right. So I want to actually change directions a little bit because I've started watching my first daily drama. And I know a lot of more experienced K-drama watchers have watched their daily dramas. Like my father is strange is a daily drama, right? It was a weekend no, drama. It was a so weekend. that's oh, a weekend. different animal than a daily one as well. Okay. Yes. I, don't, I don't know what the difference is. And honestly, I'm watching, it's called Be My Dream Family. And it's, it is filmed kind of like a soap opera. Like, it's the same film yes. quality. The difference and... is the quality will be less because they are doing it daily. Like, they literally are filming it, like, a day or two in, before it airs. And then oh. it'll usually be 30 to 40 minutes rather than mm-hmm. the full hour. Whereas yeah. the weekend dramas tend to be longer in count, but it's only an hour on the weekends. And gotcha. they used to be a lot more popular. They're not there as much because a lot of the um, non-cable stations took out some of their spots that they used to put these huge dramas in. So mm-hmm. it's not as common to see them as it used to be. Gotcha. Yes. Okay. Now I know something. <laughs> but anyway, this one is just fun. And I figured it'd be interesting just because it's about two people who get married when they're older. And so now they're blending their families together and it's the families dealing with it. And I was, I was in my early twenties when my dad remarried and I gained a whole bunch of step siblings and we, um, we haven't blended at all. So this family's already light years beyond where my family's at, but it's just, it's been fun and it's been interesting and it's fun to see where the love lines are going, but to get kind of a more in-depth look into the character storylines and it's still, it's still fluffy. Like there's no deep themes being explored here, but it's just, you know, it's a half hour of just pure, just mindlessness. It's just, it's been fun to watch and I like seeing how their characters are going and who knows if this story will jump off the rails, but there's already love lines that I'm rooting for and, and other stories that I completely fast forward and it's just... I like it. It's been a fun, different experience. I li- I actually enjoyed back when I had enough time to watch. Because they're like a hundred. I mean, it's 30 minutes, 30, 40 minutes, but still 126 yeah, so episodes. Oh, yeah. You like six months of your life to it. Oh, yeah. I'm until September. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but they're fun if you have time to do it. Like I, there's a couple that I really enjoyed watching back in the day before I had yeah. to pick and choose. Yeah, and it's it's just, it's bite-sized. You know, it's something I can watch while I'm eating lunch, so. Yeah. So the next one that I am watching, and I actually went on Twitter and I was like, hey, I need suggestions. What are What does everyone want me to check out? So one of the people asked what I thought about Mad for Each Other, and I had watched the first episode, and I was like, yeah, this is not for me. So I had officially dropped it. But then the person commented and was wondering our opinion. And I was like, I'll give it a couple more episodes because just I want to make sure that I really feel the same even after watching more, watching more than one. So here's my Mm -hmm. opinion. I'm dropping it. (laughs) (laughs) And the reason why is both characters are in for therapy, for anger management, for some issues, um, 
there's a lot of yelling. Like nonstop yelling is pretty much the show. And mm. I just don't find most of the scenes funny. It's just a lot of screaming. I don't find either of the characters likable enough to care about what their trauma is. And I think if you have characters that do have these type of issues, you can make a story that works, but there has to be something that connects you in with it. And I'm just not connecting with either story. So I don't really care. And so I'm dropping it. So I'm sorry, people out there that really were hoping it was going to be good like me, but it's not. The directing was good. I like the directing, but the the story, so I, I'm not going to force myself to watch more. So Well, and it's got the lead girl from Love with Flaws and uh, Wayugi, right? Yeah. So she can yeah. be an overactor to begin with, and mm-hmm. she's actually not doing too bad. It's, it's, the whole show is kind of an over oomph of energy, so... I don't think her acting is bad in this. I mean, it's pretty par for the course, but just again, lots of yelling, lots of anger and crankiness and issues. And I just don't care about their issues. So Mm -hmm. I'm not going to subject myself, but if you think you might like it, go watch it. You know, everyone's opinions are different. So, and it's 30 minutes. So it's fast, Hmm. Ah. which is nice. I mentioned earlier that the other drama that I'm watching with the same actor um, is Move to Heaven. And I have two episodes left and I am notorious for, especially if it's not currently airing, getting toward the end of something and then holding off and saving the last for a while. But I do plan on finishing that this weekend. I plan on doing a, a full drama review of it over the next week or so on the blog. So I'm trying to push myself to make sure I commit to that. But this one is a 10 episode one that I know because of seeing comments on Discord from people that have finished it that it has the that feeling at the end of like so are they doing season 2 but it's a Netflix like I know Netflix has Netflix original on other things where you're like no that was produced by whatever and then you bought yeah. it mm-hmm. but this is done by Netflix so it's de- it's another one of those um kind of like love alarm love alarm or kingdom or whatever where like yeah. they're in control of whether there's going to be another season so i think that um it I've seen it as number one in the U.S. several times on Netflix. So I think it's one that it's popular enough that if they are planning, if they were willing to do or want to do a season two, they'll do a season two. And again, it was only 10 episodes. I think the original plan for this um, team was 16 and then they cut it to 10 and maybe they did that so that they would have story for a season two. Possibly. Mm -hmm. Or covid or COVID. <laughs> who knows but I actually started following the director on mm. Twitter because he's been posting stuff and is very passionate about this project um and and he's posting um a couple of behind the scenes different things or whatever but it is um sad at the beginning I cried a lot at the first episode but the rest of it isn't a set like I feel like because um and you're going to talk about this later Carrie, but like because uh the uh he's starring in both Taxi Driver and mm-hmm. Move to Heaven, I wanted to go back and watch more of Taxi Driver. So I was watching both of them and one of them you get revenge on all these bad people and I was having a hard time because I don't want to see all of the bad that they're doing that to make them deserve revenge. 
I'm just right. kind of in a place in my life at the moment where I really need to see the good in people. And that's kind of what Move to Heaven feels like for me is that he, um, the it, the premise is sad because his dad does pass away and his uncle has to come and be his guardian. And mm-hmm. so um, that's the, you know, happens in the first episode. But then what they do is their company move to heaven is when somebody dies and, and they're in a situation where it's like a, like one of those rooms where college kids go and study or whatever. And like all their stuff uh, is there. Yeah. The Hagwon? Yeah. Yeah. There's no, you know, like there's nobody there to come clean it up after they've passed away. So they come in and it doesn't have to be that kind of situation, but there are, you know, there are lots of different scenarios that they end up doing crime scenes or whatever, but they come clean up and their whole thought process around it is they survey the scene and pick out the most important things and they put them in a little yellow box and um, the see even seeing the little yellow box makes me want to cry. But um, <laughs> and then they deliver it to whoever they think needs this, whoever's the most like whoever needs to receive whatever is in the box and they deliver it to mm. them. So the uncle is definitely in his own little uh, world <laughs> drama like he, he's <laughs> he's rough. He's definitely rough and I would never mm-hmm. leave my child with him. Um, but you know, you see throughout the story of like how it all played out and why, what happened happened, but Mm -hmm. it's a really touching drama. I enjoyed the first eight episodes immensely and I haven't put off the last two, just not because it's not good. It's just, I wanted to make sure I had those to savor them, but yeah. And I think Carrie is the only other one watching. I am. Yeah. And I'm really loving it. I wanted to finish Taxi Driver first because I didn't want to get my E.J. Hewden's confused. (laughs) (laughs) I wouldn't say his character feels a ton different. He's very, like, rough, I think, in both of them. Although I only watched, like, the first episode and a half of Taxi Driver, but... Well, yeah, and in Taxi Driver, he's more stoic, and yeah. in this one, in Move to Heaven, he's he's chatty and obnoxious, yes. and the mullet is driving me crazy. <laughs> I love his mullet. He's <laughs> a personality. It. He is a personality <laughs> and a half, yeah. He does. But yeah, it's just, it's worthwhile. Um, And it's one of those that you and I were drawn to these kind of, like, Nabireda and um, My Unfamiliar Family. It's mm-hmm. just w- more emotionally driven, mm-hmm. and there's redemption involved and just understanding like their full backstories leads to the more rich understanding of what they're doing now. Yeah. And it's just, it's really good. And I'm, I'm trying to savor it. It's hard because it's also really easy to binge it. It is easy. I'm halfway through episode six right now. And I have, I've got like 10 dramas on my currently watching list right now. So trying to balance everything and not just push play on this and watch it through to the end has been kind of difficult but it's definitely, it's been worth it. I've been looking forward to it since I saw the first trailer. So I'm going to switch gears here for a little bit. Um, As I said before, I'm not watching a ton, but one of the ones that is really just, I don't know, hitting all the right spots for me is um, my roommate is a Gumio. And um, I don't, I mean, it's, it's really not like stellar acting. It's just a cute story. Um, and they're just kind of adorable. So it has uh, Hieri and, oh, come, come and hug me, boy. Um, Jung, Jung Ki-yong. Yeah. Jung Ki-yong. Yeah. They are absolutely adorable together. So he is um, a Gumio who's trying to become a human. 
and he loses his fox marble and she <laughs> basically swallows it. Um, and so she has to, she, it's in her and it's like taking her energy. Um, and his goal over time was to, to make his red fox marble turn blue and then he gets to be a human. And so he can see it changing colors in her and um, so on. And so basically, I mean, what a brilliant idea. He says, why don't you move in with me since you have my fox marble? And she's like, oh, okay, that sounds like a good idea. And, and then he agrees to pay her tuition. I mean, who wouldn't do that, right? For tuition right. and a nice house and a super hot Gumio guy. So, Oh, um, and he's feeding her. I mean, and yes, like good he food. goes and gets her whatever she wants to eat. So, yeah. Um, anyway, so it's it's cute. I just am really enjoying it. They it's a cohabitation drama, so that you get that kind of um, kind of slow burn of their relationship. And he doesn't really. Um, he says that he has just really learned by watching humans how to act in certain ways. Um, but he doesn't really have real feelings of empathy or things like that. So um, anyway, cute. And I really, it's, we're four episodes in. It's on IGE. I don't know. Is it anywhere else? I'm not sure if it no, is. No, it's not. No. Okay. So, so here's a quick plug for IGE, which is I-Q-I-Y-I. Super cute drama. And I'm really enjoying it. I love this. <laughs> I just started uh, peer pressure. Totally, you know, peer pressure is the currency of this group. <laughs> totally is. And so I started watching this because school's out and I finally have time to catch up with the fangirls and, and watch what everybody's watching. I snort laughed so hard <laughs> because of he's got, a, there's another um, Gumio and she's a girl and she's trying to play it cool. She says that she's already become a human, but every time they meet up, we realize that she's a country bumpkin. Oh yeah, she's <laughs> an idiot. And she doesn't understand any of the idioms. She doesn't know half of what's going on around her, but she's pretty. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, just make them happy. Just make the humans happy. How hard is it? <laughs> so I just, I have cracked up so hard. And I'm really enjoying this one. But I like uh, I like both of our leads. And mm -hmm. I normally don't like idol actors or actresses that well. But I think that, and I'll say Hiari because I don't know how to say it right. But I think that whenever she's playing a, a comedic role, she is in her true element. And I love her. I, I agree. I actually, I had to give it more than a couple of episodes because it was almost, it was hitting the border of being just a little slapsticky and the kind that I don't like where it's just embarrassing, but, <laughs> but it's, it's toned down a little bit and it never hit the point where I was like, oh, I can't watch this. Like she has to unclog a toilet and that I ended up being funny rather than just gross. And the second male lead uh, played by Bayon Hyuk. He's just so cool and calm and collected and so confused as to why she doesn't like him. And it's, I, I find that kind of delightful because he's definitely he's definitely getting kind of a, a 
privilege check because he's the campus hottie and all of a sudden, wait, no, there's a girl that doesn't care that he exists. What is this? So that's that's always fun. I feel like he's playing the <clears throat> old school first lead part, yeah. you know, but he's the second lead. And so um, he's he's kind of filling that role where you've got the nicer Gumiho guy who buys her tons and tons of food and takes care of her. The other guy's playing that more traditional of like, oh, this girl doesn't treat me the way everybody else does. I'm going to like her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And she's like, and whatever. But it's just not that she doesn't treat him the same way. She is weird. <laughs> she, like, but it's not her fault. She is super fun. But okay. So the the part that everybody's left out is one of the reasons she needed to move in with him and that she acts weird around him is that anybody who's the year of the tiger male mm. any male yes. who's a year of the tiger actually does suck or, like all of her energy and can make her like she can't move she almost passes yeah, she, out like yes. she you know at a bar she got herself in some it was a club she yeah. got herself in some trouble because a guy who was from the year of the tiger so he's the the second lead is year of the tiger and so she has to stay away from his touch which leads to lots of really funny moments <laughs> really, really, really funny. To where she is literally rolling on the ground away <laughs> from him. Away that from was him. awesome. He's that like, was. what are you doing? Okay, so I'm going to take us back to Chinese dramas. Okay. Because, again, I have, um, I don't know why I have been just told, maybe it's because I have a Chinese exchange student who's been at my house most of the year. Um, and nothing is more funny than listening to her cackle laugh while she's <laughs> scrolling through stuff on her phone and listening to things on the TV. Um, so I've also been watching Miss Crow with Mr. Lizard. And this is just a fun drama. I am not very far into this, but it has the girl from um, Put Your Head on My Shoulder in it. Mm -hmm. and, and My Little I Happiness. And My Little Happiness, and I really like her. And then it has Alan Wren, and he is from, what is he from? Anything that uh, I've watched recently? No, it's all looks like historical stuff, and we know that I avoid that like the plague. <laughs> so I just, I recommend, it's another, it's kind of a fluffy, it's a serious fluffy watch. Mm-hmm. It's not a, it's not one that you're going to be all unicorns and butterflies, but it's a good watch. It is. It, it is. And I'm only, I'm only like 12 or 13 episodes into it. I know I will go back to it. I just, my list got really long and she just, I, I have to admit her tragic backstory because if anything can go wrong in her life, it does. It's a little heavy and it's a little hard to deal with. And so I'm kind of waiting for the moment where they crest and things start getting better for her. But, but overall, it's been good. All right. So one of my most favorite things that I'm watching right now, and it wraps up next week, is Sell Your Haunted House. And we've got Zhang Nara, and she's being a very bad donkey exorcist. And she's, I mean, I she doesn't, like, I've watched her in Last Empress, and what else said she, and... um the one with Sangook. Monster? Oh, I remember you or... Yeah. yeah. Hello, Monster. Hello, Monster. That's the one. 
And she didn't feel very different in those two boots. In this one, she is just very different. She's channeling her dark, like her voice is even slightly deeper. Not where it feels fake, but she's just, she's very different. And I'm liking it. This I'm liking the character that she's portraying because she's very competent and confident. And yet she's dealing with her own tragic backstory. And it's been, it's been an interesting watch. It's had a lot of, of soul to it. And her, the male lead is the CN blue boy, which isn't saying much because there's three of them. <laughs> um, Jung Young um, Hua. Yeah, he's the lead he's, singer guy. Yeah, yeah. And he's, he's kind of, he's not exactly sunshine. He starts out as a con man, but he's, he is kind of the sunshine to her dark, grumpy cloud. And he's her, well, he's the special psychic. Like they're the yin and yang of being the perfect type of people, perfect team for exorcisms, but it's a long road for them to get there. So I'm also watching this and really enjoying it. I think this is a really good side of Jung Nara. Like mm-hmm. she really, you know, some of her other characters in the past, I just haven't connected with as well. She's a little meek and goofy and, and but this, she's just bad donkey all the way around. Like mm-hmm. the way she, I mean, the, the exorcisms themselves, the ghosts have to go into like her uh medium her male medium yeah. right medium yeah her psychic yeah and uh and then she basically um like has to beat them up and stab them with and she stabs you know, them with her, her hairpin yeah, with yeah. Her special <laughs> hairpin and that's like so she really gets very physical in it um but i've really enjoyed her in this role very very much uh, one that I've only watched two episodes on is Imperial Coroner. I'm liking it. It's a different, it's a solid story so far. I really like the girl. I like that she's not pretending to be a boy. She's just a girl who wants to follow in the family footsteps of being a coroner. Mm-hmm. And she's super bright and I'm loving it so far. I'm two episodes in, many episodes to go. So <laughs> I've started that. And the one that I'm starting this week is a rewatch, and it's Protect the Boss, and we're rewatching it for Discord because we uh, have a drama where it's a classic drama that the fangirls enjoyed, and we noticed that a bunch of people haven't watched it, and so then we decide to group watch it over two episodes a week and then discuss every Friday. And the last drama we did was Missing, and now we're kind of definitely switching gears, and we're going to start chatting about Protect the Boss. It was one of my favorite dramas, what, 10 years ago? It's been a while, and so I'm excited to watch it. So starting that this week, looking forward to the discussion. Because I haven't seen that one, so it'll be good. I hadn't seen Missing either, and so it was kind of nice to have. It's our drama club that's kind of like a book club, and I really like it. Yeah did forget to list youth of may on my watch list which i have not put it in the i haven't muted the channel on discord and i haven't put it in my hold so i'm I'm still watching it but it's a heavy subject it surrounds the in 1988 the the college college uprising and Mm -hmm. all of that that happened like we watched a movie together the taxi driver well that happened during that and so the they are using the calendar and really reminding you like it's May 8th. It's going to happen May 18th. You know, it's coming. And it's one of the girls is 
really, really involved in the college stuff. And then one of the guys, his dad is just like, oh, he's really bad. But the styling is so nice. And I really like the couple. But I know that they were going into some angsty stuff. And I just had so much other other stuff to, to go on. But the guy is the um, he was in uh, what's the one with IU and at Hotel de Luna. He was the mm. the past guy. Like he was the one that turned into the um, okay. Gra- not, the gra- yeah. not the grasshopper, the, the, the light of firefly. He <laughs> was anyway. So he's and he just won best new actor for a drama that did not get subbed in in our region, and so none of us have been able to watch it. But the one that's oh in eighteen, 18 again. again, yeah, he got yeah. Um, best new actor for that, and he did really good, and he's doing really good in it. But it's just you know, again, it's in nineteen eighty eight. It's that, um, you know, the. The alarm goes off every night where they have to go inside. They have a curfew. Some really bad stuff happened. And so some really bad. Serious... Yeah. Yeah. It's not going to be by the end. It's possible that all the main characters may end up dying from yeah. the, the a situation. A lot of people so... died with clashes with the government. <clears throat> yeah. At that so, time. So, so again, this is... I kind of put it aside of like, eh, I don't know if I'm ready right now, but <laughs> I'm definitely going to finish it. So this is one that I really want to watch. Um, I had the opportunity to go to Kwangju and um, visit the site, and it was so powerful and so moving. So I really want to watch this um, sometime soon. Yeah. And if you don't know what we're talking about, go watch Taxi Driver. I think it's on Hulu, probably Amazon. Mm -hmm. Amazing movie really gives you just a glimpse yeah it's just but a... it'll give you a very basic overview glimpse of what's going on so okay so the last one on my list um so i actually have two quick ones one is um oh what's it called use for my talent use for my talent yeah that has jasper leo so i mm-hmm. um and it's the Chinese version of the Korean version of the of, of, of a show, uh, but basically, you know, he's really fastidious, and he um, has a cleaning company, and then he meets up with somebody who is just slovenly and and not so clean. But he has, and I'm not as far into this one, but I watched the Korean version, and so far, it's almost exactly the same. Uh-huh. So. Um, but anyway, it has Jasper, and I really wanted to see him on my screen. I had been waiting and waiting and waiting for, uh, was it Seven Wonders? Seven, Twelve Wonders? Twelve Wonders. Twelve Wonders. That's finally out, um, but it's not really living up to my <laughs> expectations. So um, so I'm, I did watch um, start watching this one. Uh, and also, um, there's a movie called Sweet and Sour um, that has junk. <laughs> Jung Kyung, it has Chase Bin, um, and so I just started it like today, um, just moments before, <laughs> moments before well, our podcast. And I think so. you need to take one for the team on watching that, Jen, because I know it has I Crystal have... in it as well. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's it's I. Discord is has a lot of reactions to that one. So mm-hmm. and Discord the, and Twitter. The reactions that have come forth I make me not want to watch it. So where is it? Where <laughs> yeah. are you watching it's on it? Netflix. Oh, okay. It just, Sweet yeah. and Sour just came out yeah, on it's Netflix. A movie. Oh, it's a movie. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. a movie. 
um, and it's it's um, it's there's a lot seems, of cheating. Going it looks on. like it's a cheating drama. Uh, yes, which is it yes. tends to Ew. be people won't watch those. So well, um, and they were saying cheating on both sides of the marriage. So it's not just like Ew. one's a scumbag, the other one's an innocent little you know, perfect person. Like there's a lot of cheating. And so I was like, oh, I'm out. <laughs> so, and this so. is a Japanese adaptation. Mm-hmm. So, um, so it's a Korean show, but it was a Japanese, yeah. um, oh. originally. So, um, yeah. So anyway, I am going to finish it just so that I can say that I did. <laughs> and I do, I do like Jung Kyung. I don't think he's the best actor necessarily when he has to be really emotional, but, He's pretty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sometimes that's all that matters. <laughs> so, speaking of pretty, I have two Thai dramas to talk about. Both are remakes on Netflix. I think it's Netflix. Um, there's the Thai version of Let's Fight Ghost, and it has Saint, and I'm going to say his name wrong, Sepawat, I think. Um, and he had previously starred in um, a different type of Thai drama. So he's transitioned from the BL world and he's doing a great job. I, it's an exact adaptation of the um, original Let's Fight Ghost. Super fun. He, he is just a charming actor. He is fun to watch. So um, I don't know a whole lot about the girl that is starring with him. So I'll kind of leave it there. But I have been stalking and stalking and stalking for about two years now, maybe three, for the Thai version of Voss and Me. It stars Om Suchet, or Sushar, sorry. And she and Push... I'm, I can't say these names. I always am so embarrassed about my pronunciation. Push, Putichai, Katzen. But anyway, Push and Om, and they're supposed to be a really good couple together. But my experience with Om has been um, in some other dramas that we watched that we really liked. And that was, she was in a remake of Full House. And she was also in a remake of um, It Started With a Kiss. And the Thai version of It Started With a Kiss is called Kiss Me. And it's actually really good. Um, it fleshes out the um, the male character a little bit more. But anyway, so I've been super excited for Boss and Me. And I see today that it has just dropped, but I don't know where to watch it yet. So it may be one of those things where I am going to just go crazy trying to find it. And that's how it goes with some of the dramas. Um, yeah. Thai and Japanese dramas are typically the hardest to find subbed somewhere. Um, Japanese are really hard, but Thai can be just as much. They don't, they don't always consider their international fans. It depends on a lot on the studio. Um, and on if it's even available anywhere nearby. So I'll report back on that at a later date and time. Sounds good. 
All right. So my last drama that I'm watching is Imitation, which Jenny mentioned earlier. It is focused on the K-pop idol world, and it has the lead actress from, or the gardener god, not the lead actress, but the gardener god from Doom, Doom at Your Service. Mm-hmm. Yes. So she's in it and she's an aspiring idol. Her name is Jong Juso. Anyway, and but she the reason it's called imitation is because she actually gets her start imitating a senior celebrity singer. And then we also have Lee Jun Young, who people might remember from Please Don't Date Him or oh my gosh, his other one slipped to my mind. But anyway, he's well, he's from U Kiss. So he's an experienced idol. And pretty much like 80% of the cast is from current or former idol groups. So our second lead, for example, is Yoon Ho from Matisse. And he's doing a fabulous job. This is his first drama. And um, there's actually quite a few members of Matisse in there. Anyway, and it's just, it's based around the mystery of some missing idols. And then the imitation that launches this girl's career. And then just them making their way through the, cop- the K-pop world. It's once a week for 12 weeks and it's just it's short and sweet and it's i'm enjoying it and the idols are doing better than i thought they would given that for most of them it's their first time out i appreciate when it is one that's so heavy on performances and stuff when they have people that can actually do the performances i hate when it's very like performance driven drama and then it's like eh, they only show like one section of the same dance over and over and over again you're just <laughs> yeah. like okay we get it they actually can't dance so you have to <laughs> kind of fudge it or a little bit but i um from because i've watched the first two episodes and i think only four have aired right Last uh, the night fifth was one it? dropped today. Oh, okay. Well, so or I am a little bit so. farther behind that. Maybe I've watched three. I think I've watched three and then I have two to catch up on. But um, from what I've watched, I really like the girl. I wish, I don't know what's going on. Like her hair in Doom oh, hair. could be her real hair, maybe. And I feel then, like she's wearing a wig all the time. I know, because I think her hair straight. in Doom isn't a real hair either. And then the the long hair that they had as her beginning, and I didn't mind that that much, but it, it still didn't look right. And then they cut her hair, and it's a different short wig than she's using in Doom, and that one really <laughs> does not look good. And I'm like, why would you have an, an actress playing an idol and not pay to get her extensions like the real kind and make her hair look like a, an, an idol actress. Idol actresses, I mean, idols have their hair short and long all the time and it's different extensions. It's not weird wigs that look like what is going on. But I do like right. her. I'm enjoy, I'm, I enjoy the, the little bit that I have. Um, but again, it's, it, it is a, an idol focused drama. So it's not going to be all the best acting, but I found the, the performances and, and I liked her. So it was fun. It might drop off yeah. the list because of all the different things that, that are starting and I'm watching, but it was a fun watch when I did. Yeah. And it's just, and it's fun to see the idols expanding for me because I'm a huge Atiz fan. Mm-hmm. It's fun to see them kind of moving outside of their norm and stretching themselves. And it's funny to watch them do performances because the performances in the show are so much less intense than what they normally do. I'm like, oh, this must be a break for them. Yeah. Yeah. So, yep. And I think yeah. that's it. I think that's what everybody is watching. That was a lot. You have a lot to choose from <laughs> mm-hmm. of what you might want to put on your list. And Just so you guys know, some of that will be edited because I can't fit it all into a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. I love you all. all right. If you get edited, it's not personal. It's time-wise. <laughs>
as she takes out all of my comments. <laughs> well, that I'm might kidding. be personal. If you pissed me off this week. <laughs> Fine. It's recording. All right, well, thanks for joining us. We'd love to hear what you thought about this episode. You can always reach us on Twitter, on Facebook, or through our Patreon page. The links are in our show notes. We love blogging about Asian dramas, but behind the scenes, we have so much more to say, and we want to share it with you. And talking is so much faster than time.